0: Howdy, everybody. Uh, thank you for joining me. Uh, this is Rob Scott, and this is my podcast. This has uh, been one heck of a week, if I have to say so myself. Um, Utah has basically been hell's kitchen as far as the temperature goes. And um, it's been in the hundreds, I think, almost every day last week. And thank goodness, thank goodness that I have a van that has air conditioning because, man, it's been boiling all week long, and it's nice to to be able to get in and out of your van and have some cool air to to calm you down and to uh, get you through the day. Uh, a lot of these guys drive these big box vans and stuff like that that don't have air conditioning in them, and the only air they have is the air that flows through their side doors, which works pretty good, but in general... Um, <laughs> It's really nice having air conditioning, and uh, I guess it's supposed to continue on. I've been wanting to go out and go do some camping, but um, at the same time, it's um, you know it's like eighty nine degrees, eighty eight, eighty nine, ninety uh, in the evening, and I'm just not one of those. I like to go out and camp, hike, and things like that, and I really, um, I really, at the end of the day, sit next to the fire. Uh, cook a good meal, and then get a good night's rest so you can enjoy the next day as well. But now it's just like too hot. It's just too stinking hot to, um, <laughs> to go camping. So I think I'm going to wait a little bit until, I, uh, until maybe fall and, uh, and then try to hit some weekends and some, some overnights then as well. So anyway, um, wow, this week has been, this last couple of weeks have been amazing, um have been historic i think in some of the um aftermath of um, roe v wade and um it's it's positioning everybody again um in separate camps you know and the divide is continually to be set by the left and um and this this last couple of weeks was no different um I don't know if you heard or listened to or saw the video of Elizabeth Warren talking about crisis centers and, and Planned Parenthood, but it was really <laughs> disturbing to listen to her, how she described these crisis centers, which are just designed to give um, people who are in a very difficult situation, information, to make the best possible choices for their lives, um, to get parents involved, to get families involved, uh, doctors, whatever needs to be done. Um, and to listen to her and you, you really have to, I'm going to, I'm going to play the video for you. You really have to hear this to believe it. I, to me, I just, it blows my mind that a person, um, once control so badly and, and that they would stifle any kind of, uh, Free ideals of thought and information that you can gather. You know, we kind of went through this with COVID, and um, where you couldn't talk about any kind of uh, alternate therapy for uh, COVID nineteen. Um, if you ta- if you talked about it on social media, you'd, be get, you'd either get banned or or they would fact check you and tell you that you can't uh, talk about that, and they would make you take down your post. Uh, even doctors. I mean, I've I've talked to different doctors and have listened to the situation that they've been in as well, and they can't even prescribe alternative uh, options for treatment because they're afraid to lose. They were afraid to lose their license, and of course, all this stuff that we have uh, that we are afraid of saying. um, Most of it, I can't say all of it, but most of it has uh, come to light that, um, hey. The vaccines aren't, you know, they are good. They help protect from the seriousness of the uh, of the uh, virus, but they do not prevent it. And we were told all this early on, which I didn't believe uh, from the very beginning, and that it would become just another one of these flu shots that we'd be getting every year to protect us from, you know, getting severe, uh, you know, severe issues with, with the with the virus. And that's what it's going to turn into. You know, we've had um, boosters. We've had, you know, how many many boosters have we had now? Well, my point is is that we've gone through this because we've already been stifled and not allowed to, you know, look at things with common sense. And we've been controlled by our government and by those who are what we want to call elites in this world today, uh, the educated, and that we're supposed to just... Just believe them because they're the smart ones. You know, they're the only ones with the correct, the quote-unquote, the correct science. And everything else, you just, you have to ignore it because it's not coming from the CDC or the FDA or it's not coming from Dr. Fauci. So we we should have kind of like learned this, this idea that when you're trying to, quell information you're trying to sub- subdue information and and take away the opportunity for people to get information for themselves to make good you know for a doctor and a patient to uh, do what is best for its patient for their patient and we were you know we were basically hand you know hands tied um, over the last two years and now here we have and now we have a completely different, now we hear we have a completely different situation, with abortion and and transgender um, ideology, where if you say anything that is contrary to what the elites and the the Academia want to tell you that you have to believe this, you have to get on board with this, you have to uh, affirm everybody, and their, all their feelings and stuff like that. Or you're going to be canceled, or you are, you know, transphobe. You are a sexist. You are racist. You are all these, you know, all the wonderful uh, acronyms that they want to call you um, simply because they want control. And even though it doesn't make sense, you know, common sense is common sense. You know, I was raised, a boy's a boy and a girl's a girl, and there's differences between the two, and you can't uh, cross the aisle. (laughs) You know, you just can't. Um, You can pretend if that's what you want to do. You can dress up. You can do things to your body to change your appearance, but that will never Change the truth that you are either a man or a woman. And these interviews and these videos I'm, I'm going to share with you. One of them is with Elizabeth Warren. And the other one is, a, uh, is was during the Senate hearings on abortion. And, of course, both sides had uh, witnesses come in. And they had a witness there that was a, um, a law professor from Berkeley, I believe. And uh, you just you have to listen to this lady. You really do. Uh, it's um, it's quite amazing. It's uh, it's prime time stuff here. You know. Um, I think it, it would take over Yellowstone for <laughs> for people watching it because you just have, you can't believe you can't believe your you can't believe your eyes and, and watching her be disrespectful, but just her tone and the message that she's sending is so. Uh, just downright, just wrong, and false, and, and it's just a lie. But uh, I want to start with the uh, with the video with Elizabeth Warren. You gotta you gotta hear this. This is a, this is good stuff. So here's here's Elizabeth Warren um. in Massachusetts right now.
1: Those crisis pregnancy centers that are there to fool people who are looking for pregnancy termination help outnumber true abortion clinics by three to one. We need to shut them down here in Massachusetts and we need to shut them down all around the country. You should not be able to torture a pregnant person like that.
0: Okay, I don't really know where to start. With uh, a critique of this video, um, the only thing that I can say is that um, you know men have been under attack for like the last decade in masculinity and everything, um, but women are now under attack by our senators and our government and by the far left. They are under attack now. Um, they are not privy to getting information that they need to make the best decision for themselves. They are not privy to going to a crisis pregnancy center or crisis center and asking questions about the situation that they are in. The only place, according to um, Senator Warren, is to go to Planned Parenthood, which is the only true abortion centers that you can go to to get proper, true information. And I loved The wording and the vocabulary that she used against these these crisis centers, where she said that people they're fooling or they're they're fooling people, mean knowingly giving them false information just to fool them to keep them from aborting their child. Number one. Then she uses the word torture, (laughs) torturing them. Um, I don't know of any. Cases that uh, uh, charges that have been filed uh, by those who go to a crisis center where they have been tortured um, uh, when they went there maybe maybe Elizabeth Warren believes that uh, torturing somebody is just having uh, giving them uh, information arming them with information I'm I'm not sure um, but um, what a what a, a really sad. Commentary that she has on a a groups of people, um, businesses. Not most of them are nonprofits. I think most of them are nonprofits, and they're all. The only thing the purpose that they have is to give people good information. Now listen, these. Whenever a young woman, and I say young woman, gets pregnant, that's the only person that can. All right, um, I believe that there's transgenders in the world, so I'm not transphobic. Uh, But I believe that the only people that can get pregnant are women, gendered women, okay? That's the only people. You might have uh, women who think that they're men and cross-dress and do whatever they need to do to try to make themselves and believe that they're men. It doesn't change the fact that they're women and they can't get pregnant, okay? Um, I speak on this because I've had personal experience with this, not that I, you know, had, you know, got my girlfriend pregnant or anything like that uh, when I was a, a teenager but I've had a family member and who ha- we went through this as a family and believe me um, the family the, the girl is in crisis right and the family the parents are in crisis the siblings are in pre- uh, crisis um, when you find all this out not only that but it's there's more than just the girl that's involved here. you got the young man that's involved and his family that's all involved, that needs, everybody needs to have a voice in what is going to take place in the future with their daughter, with their son, and with this, with this pregnancy. And let me tell you something. It takes a, uh, many, many years to, to work through these, these issues. Um, and it is a crisis. And it's important for, if you have parents to get them involved, I know we live in a, a in a generation now that the government and our school districts and things like, because they're pushing an ideology that that they know is incorrect, so they're trying to hide this from from parents. Okay, abortion is one of those issues. California and those they had you know, person uh, a girl can go have an abortion without having their parents' uh, approval to do so, without even telling them. We've seen this in the in the in this recent in last year with transgender uh, uh, teachings in in, in in elementary schools, where teachers and and uh, and school boards are basically saying that parents sh- uh, don't need to be involved. Uh, they won't understand. You, know, you get teachers who are telling telling the students that you know keep this between you and me. Uh, we'll help you trans. We'll help you trans. You know we will. What's the word I'm trying to think of? Transgender. Uh, trans, what's the word I'm thinking of? Make the, make the transition. Okay. Sorry about that. Make the transition just like you want to. And let's leave, don't tell your parents about because they don't understand. And they won't understand it, right? This is their philosophy. And I reject that because it's not right. Um, the more information that you can get, um, especially for people who, who you're a part of a family... Um, and I know this doesn't apply to everybody. I get it. I know that there's kids that grow up without, uh, you know, a mom and a dad together. You know, single parents. Some kids grow up with grandparents. I get. It. I understand that. But for the most part, you can sit there and say that a, 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 that child should be able to go to an adult and have a conversation with them about uh, the situation that they are in, being pregnant. And, and they should be able to go and have the freedom to be able to go and get information um, that will help them make the best possible uh, decision for, for themselves, uh, for their future, and everything else. And that's all these crisis centers provide. It's all they do. Um, yes, they tend to be a little bit more pro-life than, than just uh, termination and abortion. And that's okay. You have to have both sides. Um, you just can't have planned parenthood and and go to planned parenthood and say, "Hey, the only option you have is to abort your baby." Um you got to have more information. You got to have things. You got to have more cards in your deck than that. You just can't do it. And, and and Elizabeth Warren is sitting there saying, "Hey, they and she said it right there in the thing that the only true abortion clinics are Planned Parenthood, that these aren't really true abortion and that they need to be shut down in Massachusetts and they need to be shut down everywhere because they are simply giving alternate uh, information about uh, a, a child, a, a girl who's in, in crisis and who's gotten pregnant. That's all it is. If you haven't had a chance to uh, listen to this video, um, you got it. You got to You really have to take the time to to listen. This really tells you exactly where this movement, this abortion uh, issue is on the left. Um, They think that the only answer to pregnancy is abortion, and it's not. There are options out there that every person should have an opportunity to take advantage of if they want to. And you got to have the information to be able to make those those positive uh, decisions that are going to make you and make you feel better emotionally, spiritually, um, um, and uh, help you to heal as you go through the process. Um, that was just the first video um, that I that I was. I watched and and um, the second one. I don't know if you're aware or not, but there's been these Senate hearings on abortion since uh, Roe v. Wade was uh, was reversed by the Supreme Court, and so they've been holding these hearings. And of course, they have all kinds of different witnesses, uh, both uh, pro-life and pro-abortion. And uh, there's a there's a couple of exchanges with two senators. One was Senator Cornyn. He was. Um, he was asking this uh, law professor from Berkeley about the values of babies, both after they're born and before they're born, and uh, you you have to you have to watch this. This is this is this this and the following follow-up by uh, Senator Holly um, is is just primetime... TV watching, it, in in my opinion, it's, it's really good stuff. It's like you know, put Yellowstone, uh, record Yellowstone, um, and watch this. It's not nearly as long, number one, but it, the exchange back and forth with this uh, with this professor. Um, I, uh, my life, I've never seen arrogance um, so obvious in a discussion in a, in a hearing and. Questions being asked, um, the ego on this, the, on this, from this woman is is just off the charts, man. Let me. Um, okay, so this next video or audio that I'm going to play is a um, a question and answer thing from Senator Cornyn, and um, again he talks about ask her about the values of babies both after they're born and before they're born, and. Um, you gotta you gotta watch this, uh, and the audio is uh, is okay. Uh, but if you have a chance to see the video, you gotta watch the video because you'll you'll see the the reaction of of this witness, uh, this law professor, uh, and <laughs> you'll get it right away. It's just okay. So here we go. Let me just pull this up real quick, and uh, give this a shot here. Ready?
2: Take a, a baby that is delivered alive has
0: value? Yes. Number would did you see how long she took to answer that question? It's about four or five seconds. Like, the normal person would, I, I believe the normal person who would be asked that question would immediately say, of course, what, is that really a question? Is that a rhetorical question? Well, of course, but she took like four or five seconds to answer the question. It's like, that's like an eternity. Like, what do you have to think about? There's either value in, in the life or not. And that should have been a real easy question. So, um, so he follows up with this question. Now, listen to this.
2: Do you think of a, uh, a baby that is not yet born?
1: has value? I believe that a person with a capacity for pregnancy has value. They have intelligence. They have agency. They no, have I'm talking dignity. about the baby. And I'm talking about the person with the capacity for and I'm, pregnancy. And you're not answering the question. I'm asking. I'm, I'm, think answering, that a, I'm answering a more interesting question Do you think
2: that the baby that is not yet born, let's say the day before this mother delivers, do you think that baby has value?
1: I think that the person with the capacity for pregnancy has value, and they have the—they should have the ability to control what happens to their lives.
2: Well, and and I just note you refused to answer the question, <laughs> and
0: he's exactly right. He asked basically one question about, and I know he's setting her up, but he's asking if there's value to a baby when they're born, and she takes. You know a, a, a sizable amount of time to answer their question comes back yes so it makes you think about like what in the world do you have to think about and then he asks does the does the baby inside the womb basically have value and she never answers the question and she and he, again he asks the same question and she comes back with the same answer person with the capacity to for pregnancy and um, she goes but you're not answering my question she goes well I'm answering a question that's more interesting to me <laughs> Like, okay, uh, I didn't. And why don't you just hand over the questions that you wrote for yourself and that you wrote answers for, and I'll just ask you those questions. So this 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 whole Senate hearing is a, is a big joke. You're here to answer questions from me. I'm asking you questions, and there's an expectation that you answer the questions that that are posed to you. And then Senator uh, C- uh, Cron- uh, Cornyn then um you know, says, well, it looks like you're not going to answer the question, so let's move on. Uh, and she never did. She just went right, right back to this person with the capacity for pregnancy. And it's, it's just really interesting to me um, that, you know, the, the women's movement, abortion, all these things are supposed to be powering women to be able to do what they want with their bodies and, you know, uh, have control over everything that they have yet both of these videos and I'm going to play one more just shows you a little bit more of the arrogance and that one you really need to pull the video up and see because just her look on her face or wide eyes and, and everything else is just, it's, uh, definitely some, you know, some evening television watching that you really need to do. But, um, you know, just like men have been under attack for like the last decade or so, um, you know, with masculinity and trying to get boys to, you know, calm down and things like that, and trying to treat them like little girls and things like that, and they shouldn't have this aggressive, uh, you know, these aggressive kind of attitudes, and basically uh, attacking masculinity, on every front. And now uh, that they've been spending their time doing that for like the last ten years, now now they've turned uh, on women, and now they're taking away the one. Um, Unique, very unique uh, ability that a woman has to be able to give birth, and they're minimalizing it and making it something that just isn't special anymore, and that anybody can do. Whether you're a man or a woman, it doesn't matter. You can get pregnant. So this isn't this isn't empowering women, okay, uh, Elizabeth. It isn't empowering women by taking away information from them, and it isn't power, uh, clumping everybody into uh, uh, as a person w- with the capacity of pregnancy or birthing person or however you want to rewrite, uh, redefine uh, what a woman is and what uh, the role that women play in pregnancy and, and giving childbirth, um, they are completely attacking women now. And it all comes along with this whole transgender movement that you can choose your sex no matter where you, you know, and what part of life you are. And, you know, the, the younger you do it, the better. And we're going to help you do it. Gender doesn't matter anymore, just as long as you're happy and you feel the way that you want to feel. It's a complete attack on genders. Complete and utter false attack on genders. And... If we allow them to be successful at this and win this culture war, um, there's not going to be any distinction between man and, and woman anymore, which is wrong. Biologically, scientifically, everything, there are differences between men and women. Okay, And each of us have a different role to play in this life, and that is okay. We don't need to cross-bounds. Sometimes we do, you know, sometimes we need to. We work and things like that, and you need to have equal rights in the workplace and things like that. I agree with that 100%. But it is a fact that men and women are different. Men and women have different ideas. Men and women have different passions. Men and women look at employment differently because we are different People. And this whole movement, this whole culture movement, to lump us all into together into one, uh, whatever you want to call it, one human uh, human humanism or something. Who knows what they're trying to what they're trying to do? All they know is they're trying to destroy the significance and the and the the precious ideas that each gender holds and their responsibilities in this world. And as they destroy it. And especially we, they convince our children and start in younger and younger ages. You, you have professors like this who are, who are teaching in, in colleges across this and universities across this country. And if, if you don't believe that the schools have been liberalized, then you are really asleep and you need to like pinch yourself and wake up. Because these kids are being taught ideals and philosophies that are false. And they're coming out of school with these ideas. And uh, it's not a good thing. Now, this last, um, this last clip uh, was a follow-up. Um, let me see if I can find it real quick. That was a follow-up to um, Senator Cornyn's uh, question. And this is Senator Hawley. And he's asking the professors uh, some questions. And he's following up on this person with a capacity for pregnancy. And this is, this, is, this is really good stuff to listen to. So let's give this a listen.
2: You said several times, you've used a phrase, I want to make sure I understand what you mean by it. You've referred to people with a capacity for pregnancy. It, would that be women?
1: So um, I want to recognize that your line of questioning um, is transphobic (laughs) um, and it opens up trans people to violence by not recognizing them.
2: Wow, you're saying that I'm opening up people to violence by asking whether or not women are the folks who can have pregnancies?
1: So I want to note that one out of five transgender uh, (laughs) persons have attempted suicide. So I think it's important.
0: Which means nothing, okay, which really doesn't mean anything. You don't give any stats to back up what you're saying. You just throw the stat out there. You throw this violence thing out with no statistical background, no, no facts, no nothing to back up what you're saying. You just throw these things out there. You know why? Because this is just a reflex answer that every liberal, every transgender supporter uh, is, going to, is going to throw back at you because they just don't want to answer the questions. Let's go on.
2: Is my line of questioning? Because, so we can't talk about it?
1: Because denying that trans people exist and pretending not to know that they exist,
2: I'm is denying that trans people exist by asking Are you? you if you're talking Are you? about women Are you? having pregnancies. Do
1: you believe that the, uh, men can get pregnant?
2: No, I don't think we're <laughs> so. So you are
1: denying that trans people exist, Thank
2: and that you. leads to violence. Is this how you run your classroom? Are students allowed to question you, Absolutely. or are they also treated like this? Where no, no, no. They're, they're allowed they're to They're opening up people to oh, violence. We
1: have a good time in my class. You should join. Oh, I bet. You might learn a lot.
2: Well, I, I would learn a lot. I've learned you, a lot through this exchange. Absolutely extraordinary.
0: Okay, so you can see at the end of that, she just kind of gets so arrogant in her, uh, in just disrespectful to Senator Hawley. And and Senator Hawley is just, I don't know how he did it. He's kept his cool so well. And um, it comes down to the, they just don't want to answer the question. So they just go to these, these patent answers of transphobic, uh, uh, you're transphobic and you're questioning. As soon as she asks a question that she didn't want to answer, she just, your line of question is transphobic. And you're causing, you know, you know, violence to this group of people because you're denying the fact that trans people exist. Well, I don't remember any of the questionings uh, the questions that uh, Senator Hawley asked where he denied the fact that transgender people exist. Of course they exist. That's why we're here. okay, but you can you can have a belief that men can't have children. Okay, and also believe they're not mutually exclusive, right? They 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 are not. You can believe that there's transgender people, okay, and understand what tran- transgender is, which is a a, a a dysphoria, okay, and also believe rightfully so and factually that men can't have children, and that's not the that's not the idea or theory that she wants you to to uh, come away with and then she basically just starts attacking him and and are you are you you know just going back and forth and you, like I said you have to watch the video <laughs> to really get the flavor of what she's doing she's very arrogant and didn't really come off well um Really didn't come off really well, and the whole the whole Senate committee uh, hearings just didn't really kind of come off really well. I think it really backfired uh, on the Democrats on this. So um, those are the those are the three videos that you got to take a look at and really kind of educate yourself with. This is this tells me just how far left we've gotten uh, on these issues of abortion and uh, g- gender transitioning and. Women's rights and things like that. They don't. I'm telling you, they these people do not care about what you think. They have a cultural uh, idea that they want to get across, and they are going to continue. They have the media, they have corporations, they have universities, uh, and trying to get into our elementary schools and our secondary and uh, secondary schools to teach these principles as young as possible. And trying to keep parents out of the, the mix, and this is you, you, I mean, just talk to them. And, and this is what it is you go to, you talk to a Planned Parenthood place, and they will they will tell you that you have the right to do this. You don't have to tell your parents, um, you know, you don't have to tell your parents that you're having sex and you need you know a contraception and things like that. It's completely erasing the responsibility of parents. That they have for their own children that they have born, that they have a responsibility for, that they know better than any uh, school board, any teacher, any principal knows about these children. And they are systematically trying to teach your children that they don't need to go to you with, with the issue that they have at hand. And it's just wrong. It's just, it's a false idea. It doesn't, it's just, it's just, there's no common sense behind it none whatsoever and it's just just wrong and that's why I talk about this stuff. this this these topics are very are so important and cultural ideas and cultural things like this are so important many people say well just let people you know if they want to love whoever they want to love and, and what you know how does it affect you and stuff like that well it does affect us culturally as a as a, as he, uh, in humanity when you allow these kinds of ideas and these philosophies to take hold and it hurts us as a nation, it hurts us as, as, as uh, uh, you know members of society in our local areas and things like that, eventually it tears down the fabrics of what holds us together, our religious beliefs, our faith, our principles, our standards. Um, and it tears those things down, then what do you replace them with? There's nothing there to be... There's nothing to replace those principles with. And what we're seeing... Well, they are replaced with something. And just like she said, one out of five uh, you know, transgender people commit suicide or threaten to commit suicide. Well, yeah, you're right. You're right. But what is the real cause for that one out of five individuals who are threatening to commit suicide or have committed suicide? What... Are the reasons behind it? We throw these data points out just as a matter of statement, with nothing to back them up at all. And when the data comes back to show the opposite of what they're trying to say and trying to prove, then they just go into this mode of protecting themselves and protecting, protecting the principle at all costs. And um, we have to, we have to. Be educated ourselves. We have to know our facts um, and don't accept these things and call people out and nicely, you know, not argument-wise, but debate-wise and just calling them out on things, uh, statements that are said that aren't true uh, or on the surface, they may sound good and they sound, might sound pretty and you might sound like you're concerned about these people, but deep down inside, you really, you're not. You're interested in moving forward a, a cultural idea And that's what I have problems with, and that's where I won't cross that line uh, at all. Hey, um, that's all I got today. I really appreciate you listening to me. Um, Please, uh, as I said at the beginning of the podcast, if you like my podcast, please subscribe. Um, Share it with other your friends and your family members. Uh, give me five stars on whatever platform you listen to, and uh, listen. I I really do appreciate your time. Uh, I try to keep these a little short and uh, shorter. So, uh, God bless you. Uh, be safe out there. Be wise. Educate yourself. Read. Listen. Really listen to what people say in today's world because it is very critical to understand what is going on in the world uh, and around your and around your communities. Uh, And things like that, your school, your local governments, your state governments. I know it's a lot. You don't have to be a a politician or a political science major to really kind of get into it. But it's really nice uh, to kind of have a a basic understanding of what's going on and, and see things like this and say to yourself, does that sound right to me? Does it make sense to me? And if it doesn't, then find out more about it. And I hope you'll do that. Thanks for listening. Until next time, see ya.